have you ever heard somebody say, God's in control, it's all good, like God's in control, and like that's supposed to comfort you when you're in a really difficult circumstance? Uh, we dive in in this conversation to address uh, that and a bunch of other things um, that, that, that come up against understanding and, and, uh, the sovereignty of God and trusting Him uh, with our lives, in, including like how do we know if it's us or it's, it's God? Like who's, is this me talking or is this God leading me in this direction? Really hard things to wrestle with. Stick around this conversation and we pray it's really helpful for you. Hello, and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott, here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. Let's do it. Let's go. (laughs) We're here. We get to do another week of podcasting about a message neither of us preached. But we're, we were in, we, we were, were in, in the, the room. House. We were in the room this week. We were which, in the house. We were, bo- we were on the front row. Yeah, we were back. That's right. Back in that's our seats. Where kicked I like other to be. people back to that's their, where I like to be. <laughs> back rows. Yeah. It was um, awesome. Taryn did an amazing job just sharing the word. And, um, it, it's something she's so gifted in, but, um, I think I, I have the luxury of doing it all the time. And, and so you just have a certain confidence level and comfort level with it. And so, but it, it's been amazing to just listen from feedback over the past couple of days of just what God's spoken to people's lives, yeah. you know, near and far. And so that's uh, been really exciting, but excited to, to talk through the text today. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love this message for um, not just Mother's Day, but it was so wonderful on Mother's Day to mm-hmm. to get to have what, I mean, many of us consider like a spiritual mother preaching from the stage and, and talking to us about a God-fearing mother. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. That applies to all of us. It's absolutely. not uh, us fellas too, right? right? It's not just just for the mamas out there. So we'll, we'll dive into the conversation. And I think there's so many really important things in here um, about just trusting in God, which is the name of the game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah let's let's so, go. Yeah, her um text was Exodus two verses one through ten, and she had a, a few other verses that referenced as well. Um, gone back a little bit in Exodus one, and then um, forward even into the New Testament about um God and just His character and who He is and how why He is trustworthy mm-hmm. and and things like that. But um, keeping in Exodus. To ba- mostly about the birth of Moses. And um, I mean, my Bible, probably your Bible, definitely Taryn's Bible, as she referenced it, said like, this is about the birth of Moses, but Moses really didn't have any say nope. in this part. Nope. So, He's like, just alone for the ride at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, this is about the birth of Moses, but it's really so much more about the actions yeah. of Jacobed. And yeah, that's, so that's Moses's and, mom. And ultimately about... Um, a God who is like our God, who is trustworthy in situations that are uh, oppressive, that are out of our control, um, that are, you feel like you're caught between a a rock and a hard place. And we find ourselves there. Like there's people listening right now who like, there's a lot of situations out of your control um, that are really hard and it's emotionally exhausting. Right. And we don't know what to do. Um, and so I think in that way we can all identify 
with what she went through, even if we can't identify with having a child right? Uh, and the, the threat of um, someone knocking on your door and killing your child, throwing them into the Nile River, right? we can we can think through, okay, the, the, the personal connection there is, you know, a difficult circumstance, um, a challenging circumstance um, that is out of my control and uh, really scary. Right. You know, and right. I think um, we can all identify there. For sure. I think, too, we... Um Sometimes it's something that we we think maybe we should have control over it, right? Like we, it's something that is tangible in our lives. And then other times it's these big things that we're like, there's no way I have control over this. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no way Jacobed had control over her entire people being in slavery. No. Right? She had no yeah. control over that whatsoever, but that's something that weighed on her. Yeah. As something that was out of her control, but something that weighed on her. Um, same, like, you know what I mean? Like, enter whatever here, right? Like, we have all kinds of things in our society right now that are out of our control, but that weigh on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we would never dream, like, oh, this is something that I am supposed to do something about. You know, we don't think, like, yeah. oh, I alone am going to do something about it, but it's still weighs on us and we can sometimes forget until it starts hitting close to home. Right. Right. And then it's like, right. Oh, I'm, I need to process this at a much deeper level. And, um, and certainly I think we've all had plenty of opportunity for that throughout the past couple of years, whether it's right. situations of loss or, um, situations of anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and just the change in the world. Um, right. there's been so many opportunities for that. And, um, again, it, it's all, um, should be pointed back to like, what does it look like to, to trust God in the midst yeah. of, of these circumstances? And, and I think we see a lot and, and God reveals who he is in this text. Yeah. You know, that's an important like question when we're reading the Bible or reading a text, like who is God revealing himself to be? And, right. and we have to know the context and we have to see backward and see forward and see the current situation. So we can't just like, oh, I'm going to read my verse of the day and then like, you know, oh, I'll just make it kind of. Uh, I just kind of apply it to my circumstance, yes, and like, right. it, it, you gotta, you gotta have a little more diligence to, to um, hear who God is revealing Himself to be in, right. the, in the Bible. Right, and that's not always. I mean, sometimes it's just that's the thing that wallops you. It's like, oh, the goodness of God yeah, in this. It's so obvious. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have trouble think, seeing anything else, right? I have trouble looking at the historical aspect or I have trouble looking at, um, you know, the sin of this person or of that person or whatever, but I, in this text, I see the goodness of God. And then other times you're like, God, what are you saying? I have like, and it takes a little bit longer. So it is, it's a, it's a practice, yeah. but um, I think here, absolutely, it's such a great text for um, trusting in God's sovereignty in all things. And and Taryn made a point on Sunday, and I think we should do it again today. Taryn made a point of saying, like, we say that word, we say the word sovereignty, right, yeah. and many times assume that other people know what we mean when we say that, or that they're going by the same definition as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you had mentioned before we hit record that like a lot of times people use the word sovereignty and equate it to control. Yeah. And how um, how detrimental that can be to us when we equate when we when we when we think that those things are actual synonyms. Sovereignty and control are not the same thing. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, I've got uh, sovereignty over my kids. They're mm-hmm. they belong to me. They live in my house. 
Um, but Lord knows I can't control them, um, even when I try to. I can't control them. <laughs> if they bite your kid in the nursery, if they punch somebody at school, that was out of my control. You know, right. um, Clearly, I'm not God. So when we talk about God's sovereignty, we're talking about His supreme rule over mm-hmm. all things and His his rightful place as king of the universe. Right. Um, and, and I think what we have to um, wrestle with here is the reality of living in a fallen world and that th- that is uh, the curse of the fall of sin, like in the Garden of Eden, um, the, the consequences of sin that, that yeah. God spells out in Genesis chapter 3. We live with it every single day. We live with it in our aching backs. We live with it in the evil that's present in the human heart and in our world and the, the evil things that people do. Like we live with that. Um, and that's not, it's not something God did. It's something that God uh, allowed and there's consequences that follow those actions. And um, uh, uh, trusting God's sovereignty is trusting th- that he sees the beginning from the end and has um, his redemptive plan um, yeah. in motion through the person of Jesus, and, um, and and we can find hope and trust in him regardless of our circumstances. Right. And um, and so anyway, yes. But but it's dangerous to be saying God has control. Can he control? Yeah, of course he can. Any situation, um, but when we say, oh, God's God's in control, well. Was God in control control of the person who just like where was God when this happened? Where was right. God when this happened? Like right. you fill in the blank on whatever tragic situation, and we can begin to have a view of God that's really jacked up and mm-hmm. really you know questioning God. Who who are you? Like who right. who is this? And that's not who God has revealed Himself to be. Right. And this is another place in which we see no no in the midst of this terrible situation we see God's sovereign care and his hand guiding uh, with a plan to redeem because right. um, that's who he is. And so I loved where she ended it, that he's the God who who redeems. That's a that's an important part because even when it doesn't work out like we think it should. Right. Especially. He, especially. <laughs> exactly. Especially when, and, and honestly, all, all the things that she made point of are the place in which our trust goes deeper. She, mm-hmm. Like her three points of like, we can trust in God's sovereignty in difficult circumstances, um, with the things most precious to us, and because he's the God who redeems. So in the the first, like, the difficult circumstances, that's when real trust, like, starts to happen. For real. Like, that's when rubber hits the road, like, mm-hmm. oh, I trust you, God, I trust you, God. You know what, when you're going to find, if you really trust God, is when it gets hard. That's right. When it's not pretty, um, when all hell is breaking loose. Right. That, that, that's when you're going to find out if you, you really trust God? And where do you run in that season? Do you mm-hmm. run to God? Do you trust in Him? Or do you kind of fill yourself with busyness or yep. try to control the situation yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's there's that, you know, the thing's most precious to us, right? We'll, I'll, I'll trust you in the difficult circumstances, but then it'll hit even home harder when now it's, it's something precious to me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to figure out, okay, do we have an idol here? Right. Or is there some things Absolutely. out of order? Or do I really trust God, even with those things that are so precious to me? Like my right. kids. Right. Uh, major one uh, example here. Um, but even when it, it doesn't go the way we want it to, when when they die, when um, the situation turns out the opposite of what we hoped it would, right. um, 
we, we trust in God's sovereignty and that he's the God who redeems and he has proven himself to be that. And it doesn't always make sense to us. And it sure, certainly doesn't happen quickly. It doesn't, no. I mean, for Moses, it, it was gener- like it, generation. I mean, it was 80 years, right? By the time he was born to the point in which he's leading the people, uh, well, it was 40 years and then they're wandering in the wilderness. For another 40. For another yeah. 40. Um, before, like, I'm just thinking 120 until he dies. So right. anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent. No, but that's... Thinking that's, through <laughs> his stages of life. And, right. Well, and just, again, like, I mean, Jochebed herself, like, she trusted in God. This this was her, like, one of the things Taryn had mentioned was, like, you, it's not just God lights up this path. Like, his word mm-hmm. is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. He doesn't light up, like... I think when she said it, I thought of like a bowling alley. It's not like this Mm -hmm. straight lane that's all lit up and here's the pins at the end. And Mm -hmm. that's what you're walking toward, right? Like that's the, you have even on, even on a bowling alley, I think of like the arrows that you have that tell you where you're trying to head. And so like, (laughs) and I was thinking about that and it's not this big lit up lane and shows you the destination at the end. It's one step at a time and it's often feels not like one step in like one foot in front of the other, but like here's one step forward and then one step kind of angled to the left, right up and diagonal. And then there's this other step that's forward. And then there's another one that's sort of like angled into the right and like the footholds and the handholds like rock climbing, even like I'm mixing a bunch of different things, but it's not, it's not because like God's path is straight for us, but it doesn't look straight to us. Mm, he, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> like he knows where he wants us, but it like we can't wrap our minds around his ways that are higher than ours and his thoughts that are higher than ours. So for us, it looks like we're winding all over the place and w- it doesn't look like the next step for us. But for him, he's like, I know exactly where I'm taking you. I've heard it described and I can't remember who it was or I'd give them credit. Um, it wasn't me. Uh, I can say that what in it wasn't me. You heard me say that. It wasn't me. We have a good time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it wasn't me, but it's thinking through it. I, I think they described um, God, and this is, you know, we use, there's hundreds of metaphors and, mm-hmm. like, descriptions of God, uh, some of which we have, you know, given to God, um, many of which God has given to himself for, for us to understand him. Um, and all of them in the scripture are... God describing himself because that's yes. how he's allowed us to, right. know, to know him um, or one of the ways. Um, but this person described a, another metaphor of like just trying to understand this particular topic of of sovereignty and God's plan and how he redeems. Like he is the ultimate chess champion. Yeah. I don't know. Have you heard this? <laughs> no. He's the ultimate chess champion in that. Um, and, and it's not a game. It's not a game to God. Right. Right. So let me just kind of go ahead right. and stop us before we go into this weird thing. It's not a game to God. But when we are doing our best to, to um, you know, play our pieces, right. so to speak. Make and, our moves. And the enemy is playing his. <laughs> yeah. Um, but God God wins um, and he, he's victorious. Um, and he is sovereign, and so he'll allow. And so, just like I would with, with hey, I'm going to let you play that because you think it's important, because whatever, and you know, you're going to play the game. 
but I'm not, you're, you know what I mean? Like God's yeah. not going to lose. He's the ultimate right. chess champion. You know, we're going to play these things, and, and he has a way of maneuvering the game back to his sovereign plan. And so that's a simplistic view. But in some ways, I think it's helpful for us to just understand what Romans 8, 28 talks about, that he works all things for the good of those who love him. Yeah, and, and they, are called according to his purposes. There's an and there that's there really is. important. Yep. Um, and called according to it. Yeah, um, and and so that he he's he's got a plan. Yeah, and that um, even you know when it doesn't go according to our plan, our right. crooked path, um, he knows how to redeem it and and bring it back to his ultimate sovereign purpose. Yeah, and I think you know sometimes we can um, there's there's this chance to, not that we do this or have to do this by any means, but like there's this chance to get a little bit lazy about that. Like, oh, whatever I do is whatever I do because God is sovereign and he'll make it better. Like I can go over here and I can sin in this way, or I can make this decision that I know is kind of bad, but it's the easiest one for me. God will work it out. And that is not like, we will answer for that stuff just so you know, like, (laughs) like we will answer for that stuff. And it's it's not like trusting in God's sovereignty in all things is not a, it's not lazy. It's not a lazy process by any means. Like we're not actually building up trust when we just say, oh, whatever. When we throw our hands up in the air and go, oh, whatever, he'll fix it in the end. It's that, it's not lazy at all. Like nothing Jacobet did was lazy. Mm-hmm. Nothing that she did was mindless. Yeah. Nothing that she did was, you know, was um oh whatever. Like you know what I mean? She wasn't she wasn't thoughtless with any mm-hmm. of those things. And um we have we can have this um tendency to go, okay, well, if God's sovereign, then whatever I do, it doesn't matter. And it it does. It does matter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, my, my brain immediately goes to Romans 6, 1, like, what shall we do? Shall we continue mm-hmm. sinning so right. that grace may abound? And of course not. No. Paul answers his no, rhetorical no. question. Cheapen grace. Yeah, absolutely. It, it cheapens the grace of, of God. And, and I, I think it's, I think Taryn brought this out on Sunday, but just to really think through and and to reflect that God works through our reasonable brains. Mm-hmm kind of helping connect dots and, and opening ideas yeah. in these very difficult circumstances. Absolutely. And and then can even call us to do some things that don't make sense to the human mind. Mm-hmm. Um that, that don't, you know, have a fifty or seventy five percent chance of failure, ninety mm-hmm. percent chance of failure, depending on how hard the circumstances are the rock and the hard place, right? right? You've got two bad choices and it could be a 50, 50, whether this business idea is going to take off or whether it's going to crash, crash and burn, yeah. right. Or whether, you know, this conflict's going to be resolved or whether it's going to end in a big Get giant, worse, yeah, yeah sure. you know, f- dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we listen to the Holy Spirit and, and he's speaking to our hearts and to our minds and guiding. And we just have to be sensitive to, to what God's speaking, and, and and we can see how there's this kind of strategy she mm-hmm. comes together with, and we'll say that God inspired it. Absolutely, you know, I think it's sure. clear to to say that there was something guiding her heart, uh, leading her to this direction, this decision she had to make this little mini ark, which yeah. I just think is cool. The King too. James and New King James puts an ark, and so we don't think of we think of a basket because it right. was 
woven, but it was hardened, mm-hmm. you know, with... With the tar and the pitch. Yeah, the tar and the pitch, yeah, like a little mini arc, and it had a top on it. Um, that, that word literally means box, mm-hmm. you know, so... Um, anyway, so it, it, it's pretty cool to see the strategy of how, like, she, she played this yeah. moment and, um, and, and to watch how, how faithful God was through all of it. Yeah. It's something, it's really cool that you would use that word, like you specifically use the word reasoning and, and work mm-hmm. with that, how he would work with our minds, because, um, this is one of the things that I taught, was able to teach my eighth graders this year is that like reasoning is actually not something that was created by God as an attribute of God. Like he is in and of himself, like he is, he reasons and he Mm -hmm. is. um, And so that's something that's part part of of our image. Yeah. Part Mm -hmm. of the image of God on us is our ability to reason. It's not something he created for us to be able to discover and do these things, but it's literally part of his, like one of his attributes that we then get to, partake in. We get to be part Mm -hmm. of that. Um, And it's so cool to me that in this way that she reasons through and figures out, like you said, like a strategic way and, and a time, like it got inspired a a time and a, and a place and all of these things. And I can see you're ready to say something. Well, it's just, I was just thinking through the practicalities and a lot of times we have trouble deciphering, is this me or is this God? Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. I mean, all the time. That's all a, the time. Even people who know that yeah. this is a God, an idea from God, because there's no way yeah. we would have thought of this. Yeah. We um, still, like, which part is me? Right. Which part is And God? when we're following God, it's like when we're taking that next step, as we're taking it, yes, there's a lamp to our feet, but depending on the circumstance, we have a different confidence level. Mm, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. I know without a shadow of a doubt God told us to move to Jacksonville. Right. You know, we've got some other things right now. We were talking about it before we hit record. That's in my heart. Like it's in in our heart, I believe, as a church. I I think it's a part of our vision that God's planted. But what that looks like, I'm at like 20% (laughs) of like what that looks like right now. And so I'm not ready to take that step. You know, and I'm thinking through it, like having mm-hmm. conversations, processing, like logically thinking through all of it. Right. And so I think it's it's just inviting God into that, constantly praying and, yes. and, and saying, I'm not going to just reason this on my own. God, I want you to guide. I'm not going to rush ahead. I'm going to let you guide the process. And, and then there comes a time where that decision has to be made. And, and I may only be when it's time to make a decision. And I feel like, okay, we're here at this moment. And we're at like a 75% like confidence level or, or a 65%. Con- Does that mean we wait till 100%? I, I, I don't think it is. Because no, right. I think if you would ask Jochebed, um, is she 100%? And does mm-hmm. that mean we're doubting or does that mean we're human? Right. And that we're trusting God beyond what we can see right. in the future. Um, I think it means we're human. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I, I don't, I, I, we're not robots who reach. Hundred percent accuracy on right. every decision we'll ever make. Right. Well, and and does that God knows that we're human. Yeah. He works in and through our humanity. Yeah. So he, 
if, if we only wait until a hundred percent certainty every time, then that's not trusting in him anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it's like, we've just waited until we've gotten to ourselves to where we're comfortable. Yep. We've waited long enough or we reasoned enough or we've, or we waited too long and the opportunity is mm-hmm. not there anymore. And now it's a whole different set of problems or circumstances that right. have missed the, the God opportunity or missed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, so sure. that can go both ways, but I just wanted to, to stop and reflect on that for a second. Cause I think it's super important. And I think that's where we live on a daily basis is like, is this me or is this God? Is this me right. or is this God? Right. Um, and, and, you know, knowing the word of God is so important because uh, you can filter a lot of the junk out. <laughs> For real. You know? So true. Um, Christian community is so important. Vital. You know, because things that you are just like, like, uh, have you thought about it like this? Or like, this is what I see. This is what I hear. Um, and like, oh, yeah. You know, that that's really, it reflects back what we're actually saying and helps us dig deeper into our motives. Often that's where, mm-hmm. that's really what has to be fleshed out is our motives. Right. And so I'm excited to kick off a new series this weekend um, really inspired out of Psalm 23. And so we're going to talk about God as Lord of our life and leading our life. And we're going to flesh out some motive stuff. You know, yeah. we're going to talk about that throughout this series. So um, y'all hang on for that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, yeah, I just, I if you didn't listen, I know normally we say this at the beginning of the podcast, but truly, if you, this is one of those messages, if you didn't listen to it, like go back, even if you now you've listened to the podcast and you've heard us, you know, kind of work through and, and talk through, you know, what we got out of it and a lot of these practicals, but it's such, it's really worthy time. It is exceptionally worthy time to listen to. And of course we just love Taryn. She's funny and she's mm-hmm. entertaining as well. So like yeah. the word of God was, was preached from such a pure and honest, yeah. genuine place. Um, and it's just, it's really good. So definitely go back and, and listen on the Fathom Sermon podcast, The Ark of My Trust, um, from this past weekend. We just thank you for hanging out with us and, and sticking in with us. We've got a couple more weeks here in May, and then we'll be taking our summer break. So if you have any questions, you can always email those to info at fathom.church, or you can connect with us through, um, text message. You can text the keyword Fathom to 97,000 and connect with us that way if it's prayer requests or you're looking to get connected in another way we would love to do that so until next week see ya nailed it